Hi, my name is Jason Adriani, and welcome to the Blade in Chats, your skating chat based. In this podcast, we are talking with bladers and bladies from all over the world, united by a single passion, blading. Episode 30, Billy O'Neill. Yo! <laughs> what up? What up, Billy? How you doing, bro? Fine. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. And thank you so much for being here. It's an honor, man. Dude, so it's really cool what you're doing through this time, man. It's cool oh, to see, man. like... Making the best of these times and doing something good with it. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to try to kill time as much as possible as I'm not working at all. So <laughs> That's it. I mean, a lot of people aren't. So it's cool. Like th- things like this. And, and I don't know if you've seen like Dave Payne's DJ nights, you know. Mamma mia. They're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, you guys, and you guys going live with those videos. Man, they're like so amazing. Oh, man. Thanks. Nuts. No, we got the idea from like Dave Payne uh, doing his DJ night. We were like, oh, we should just all watch a video together. And it ended up being a really fun thing for all of us to do. It's amazing. I love it. Like, unfortunately, like sometimes like it's like really late here in Italy. And uh, mm-hmm. but, like, I, whenever I'm up, I try all the time to jump in because they are so cool. The one with the coup d'etat with, uh, with yeah. John Avran, like commenting and stuff, man. Well, Monday we try to do it earlier for the guys in Europe. So I think it's on. Uh, I think on Mondays it's what time? I think it's like nine p.m. in Europe. Oh, really? Yeah, or ten p.m. at nine wow. or ten p.m. So for Monday we do it on Mondays at uh, nine ten p.m. I think it's nine or ten p.m. in Europe. I think it's nine p.m. UK, ten p.m. Uh, the rest Italy. of Europe, yeah, Italy, and everything. Yeah, and then. Um, so and then Wednesday and Friday we have it like six p.m. on the East Coast. I mean six p.m. California. So yeah. Okay. Oh, perfect, perfect. Then uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to to see it, man. I'm so happy. Which video is yeah. going to be? Oh, let's see. We're doing Valo Four on Monday. Oh wow! Valo for life. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, how are you doing out there, man? I'm curious. Like, is it starting to cool down or what's going on? So the numbers, yes. The numbers and like the infected people are like since two weeks are like slowly, slowly, slowly getting down. But um, yeah, the government says at least until the 4th of May, we need to stay here in the same situation that we have been through uh, since the 8th of March. So almost two months of, of lockdown. But um, yeah, who knows what is going to be on the 4th of May. I do believe that like they are going to reopen some store and like they are going to divide it, the people who are allowed to go work and stuff like that. But yeah. like, going back to the normal, to the normal life, I do believe that it's going to be probably September, October or mm-hmm. something like that. So yeah. kind of crazy. What about That's LA? Crazy. Man, yeah, it's... Uh... I mean, I'm working uh, like because I'm doing like uh, construction and like carpentry and stuff like that. So, yeah, like that's so I've been working, which is good. But uh, a lot of people aren't. And yeah, a lot of friends, especially friends in the entertainment industry, which we have a lot of people who skate who work in the entertainment industry, like a lot of filmers, photographers, like location scouts, 
it's just like a lot of people in blading ended up getting into this like so that they're not going to be working to like september or things like that so yeah it's crazy man you know just everything's different we're all really careful and it's 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 crazy like i haven't skated i skated once like a month ago like after everything happened and then um yeah and then like uh, i was just like scared to touch things at the skate park mm-hmm. and everything like that. True, true. So uh, I like uh, I like been stalling on like my the curb in front of my house, but other than that, I haven't like I haven't done anything. I was I, I might go skate after this later today, for the first time because I like really need to. But I'm gonna wear gloves, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely mask. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, yeah. it's crazy because it's like a, a proper silent killer. This thing, like, you can get infected and you didn't even know it, and then you can pass it through uh, relatives, parents, friends, or whatever, and it can really yeah. cause like a, a chain of uh, events that like could be really yeah. dangerous, right? That's that's the crappy part, man. That's the thing about it that that, that sucks because uh, you know you just don't want to risk other people's health and safety, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, just buckling down. Uh, like I said, I'm ha- I'm lucky to be working. I'm happy to be working. Um, there's a lot of people that aren't, and you know, I just hope everyone hangs tough because it's not easy. You know, no, so. exactly. And like, just because uh, uh, of what you were saying, I saw like the other day at the news, and John from also sent me a video of people like uh, protesting. Oh, what's up, Sky? What's Sorry. up? <laughs> Shout out to Eric Perquet. Uh, like I saw the people protesting against the government into the street, mm-hmm. which is, in my opinion, like uh, I'm no one to say that, but like in my opinion, it's like one of the worst thing to do because like you're gathering together a lot of people and like the the, the, the possible yeah. chance to to spread it increasing like a um, mad high, no? Yeah, no, it's uh, you know, yeah, with that, it's it's a tough issue because um, you know. America is really big and each state is so different. Some states, there's a lot of space and there's not as much of an issue. It's definitely not smart to be getting together and doing that. You know, like places like where I'm at, I'm in California right now and my family's in New York and my, a lot of my friends. So like everyone there, there's like no question you have to, you, you like, cause it's big, it's a big issue there, but state to state it's, It's different, so I don't know. I don't think it's good to be protesting, though. That's I, to be honest, I haven't been paying attention for the past week, like because mm-hmm. I've just been watching it every day for like four weeks or something, five weeks, and then I was like, I'm just gonna keep because I keep doing staying safe anyway, so I'm just gonna ignore it and just keep staying safe. So I, ha- I haven't True. even seen that, to be honest. I haven't, but I but I heard about it on Facebook and stuff. But yeah, crazy yeah. man. And what People about New York right now? What about your family in New York? Are they safe or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, my mom, she's like, you know, she's at home. She, you know, and uh, she's not. Is it working, guys? Uh, we do have like, we had like some technical issue. I don't know what happened, but there were like millions of people doing live stream. So let me see if I can, if I'm able to reach out Billy. Oh, he's already here. Him to be connected. 
No, mi sembra prima. Boss! <laughs> hey, I do apologize, man. No, no problem, man. I don't know what happened. There were like millions of people doing live streams, so that is why probably the... No, totally. Yeah, these whole, all these social media things are just getting blown <laughs> up. This and Zoom as well, so... Exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. totally. Are you guys using a lot Zoom in the U.S.? You know, like a lot of my friends are. Uh, I'm using it here and there for like family. Like my family will have like a happy hour on like the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And then like after dinner, we'll like have like a drink or something and just like chat. Okay. So we do that because my sister's in California, but my family's in New York and stuff like that. So we'll do something like that. Um, wh what about you? You've been doing some Zooms? Yeah, yeah, we, we do like with all the friends and stuff. We're all the time like chatting, happy hour before dinner, actually getting a couple of beers and stuff like that, or while we are cooking and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Yo, Jason, you know what I did just before this uh, podcast mm -hmm. started? I watched Devotion. Really, dude, it's so good. Unbelievable, right? It hit me right here, man. I was like watching that. I was like, wow, man. Leo's got to be the best, you know? He's like, he and I are the same age, and he's still skating so good. Mamma mia, he's a really... Hey, like, I mean, your trips in Tenerife, those trips were fire, man. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, no, I, I was, I, I was like, so happy to see you shredding the streets, like, uh, um, like, always. And, um, yeah, that was, like, crazy. But yeah, going back to Leon's one, Devotion was, like, um, crazy. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was like just really happy to see how hard he skated and like, yeah, and like what he did, how much like devotion was a perfect name for it, you know? True, true, true. It was a perfect name. Two years in the making, right? Was it two years in the making? I, I do believe, like, I do believe it was like uh, from 2017 till 2019 or something like that. You can tell he put a lot of work into it, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. I like when people put that much work into something. You know what I mean? It's good to, like, because when you film, like, a really good trick, you want to put it out, like, that day. You know, sometimes you, like, want to put it out <laughs> on Insta Instagram right off the bat and be, like, see people get stoked on it or whatever. But it's cool to, like, just work on something and then just, like, kind of keep your tricks and then just, like, put put it out. And, put, and when it's ready, you know, it's just, like, It feels really good. Exactly. So I, think he, I think he did a good job with that. Yeah, yeah definitely. And it's like uh, um, cooking a cake, you know. You, of course, you can go to the pastry and buy it in a, and eat it in a second. But when you're cooking it and you wait and you wait oh, for yeah. the, 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 the cake coming out from the oven, and then when you eat it, it tastes even better because you've yeah. waited for that, you've dreamed for that and stuff like that, right? It, it, it's totally like that's perfect for quarantine because everyone's making their own food now. So it's a perfect analogy. <laughs> you gotta make it. Exactly. So. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of uh, all of those VOD stuff because I do, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I also believe that like people are making uh, Instagram edits, like they put a lot of effort and stuff like that. But like something like devotion, like a proper VOD, like the Eugen one, stuff like that, where people are putting together like days and days and days of filming. It means that like there are like a lot of work behind it and uh, 
they are super worth it, the, the world money and the, the money that you spend. And also, for some reason, in my opinion, it stays there, you know? I mean, like, it's yeah. something that really uh, go up there, right? Absolutely. Totally. I totally agree. It's like something that lasts, you know? That's why, exactly. like, yeah, we've been noticing on, like, these, because on these movie nights. Oh, by the way, it's, it's 8 p.m. tomorrow ah, in perfect. Italy. Awesome. Yeah. Then, so... APM, cool. Um, so yeah, but we're noticing like a, a lot with these movie nights, like when we're putting it out, like a lot of, and just going back and watching old videos. Cause sometimes you want to see the new stuff so much you forget to do that. But when you go back and look at the old stuff, it's like, it still lasts, man. Stuff from like 20 years ago or even like 25, even like the old sloppy stuff. Like it's, you look at that and you're like, dude, either that's gnarly or it's like just, still good it's still perfect a lot of the so that's the 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 thing that's good about like making a part i think you know true so exactly. like that, that devotion part is unbelievable <laughs> the truth also yeah. that there's like a truth also that he does uh i think he is hitting some ballows and like he, he done it on this flat ledge super long he's like he doesn't have any t-shirt and it like looks so perfect when he lost yeah, it yeah Dude, that was that was crazy, man. Like, I was like, "Damn, Leon!" And the last trick, of course, it's something else. Yeah, it's anyone who hasn't seen it definitely got to go check it out. Um, yeah, spending time with him on on that Tenerife trip, it was. Yeah, he, he's he's like probably like the one of the people who I draw the most inspiration from right now because like, like I said, because he's my age, you know, like thirty six years old. And I went out to Tenerife and, you know, uh, you know, Dominic Bruce was there. He was ripping and it's great, but like Dominic's a little younger. He's 23. So it's like you get stoked, but like not as stoked that when someone your age who you've been skating with for so long is like still killing it, it makes you have to like rise to the occasion. So it was like, uh, yeah, like even just, so when I watch the part, like I have a, like a special kind of connection to like his skating when it's good because it's just like knowing him for so long. And yeah, it, it was cool. It's inspiring to watch. Man, definitely, definitely. And talking about like things from the past, earlier I was watching um, uh, a couple of your profile on, on here on YouTube and I found this mm -hmm. one, Theories from uh, 2001 or something. It's like a shared profile between you and uh, Calvin Silas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that was pretty dope, huh? You were yeah, that was a whole like, one. <laughs> no, it's funny. I've been going through like a lot of that old New York stuff, like with Calvin Sales and uh, you know Mike Johnson, Bashi Pope, uh, Carly Sanchez, Hyper Mike, like all these guys from that from that time. And I don't know, man. Like all these errors in skating are special. Um, that one just takes me back to like, a certain point in my age and time. And uh, man, so much was happening in skating at the time too. It was like so active so yeah those are fun times and fun to look back on because the way you know i used to dress and talk and everything it's funny i mean i mean i do believe like you were pretty young so it's uh it's well my nephew no. is in here real quick jason my nephew liam is in here really you he just, he just said hi uncle billy what's up liam <laughs> i just had to say what's up all right uh i'm sorry go ahead jason <laughs> i was like because you said that, like, um, you, like, when I was talking with Ray, 
um, it came out the fact that like you, Murda, um, Taskin Alaran and, and Boshi Pop and all those guys, all, and Austin yeah. and, and of course Alex Nunez, you, you know, in, in my opinion, uh, redefine a certain era of the New York skating scene. And like for you, how, like, what does it mean like to growing up skating with, with those people? And like, did you guys, just like Dustin Latimer and Brian Shima, they were talking to each other, like saying, hey, we are going to redefine skating right now. Was it like the same thing between you, like between you guys, or like it just came out naturally? The fact that like the the level of skating get that high at that time uh, in New York. No, that's a good question. Um, it wasn't like the Shima and Dustin Latimer thing. I think at that point they were like established, but a lot of us who had you know gotten who became pro, like we were skating together from way before we were pro or sponsored or good or anything like that. So I think a lot of the thing that just like the New York city style of everything, especially back then in like the pre two thousands or 2000 era and the nineties, we were just like very competitive. It was like the thing in, um, you know, hip hop was huge and in hip hop style and everything, it was always about battling, especially back then. So we just took that as like New York. I mean, and that was everything in New York. It was, you know, graffiti and, you know, skateboarding, blading, whatever. It was just like, that was the attitude. So we would always, you know, talk crap to one another, like talking garbage, like being like, oh, you suck. Those, those skates suck. That trick was whack. Your style was whack. <laughs> and then people would be like, always talking all day. And people be like, yo, you want to battle? Oh, you think I'm whack? Battle me. Let's play skate right now. So I, I, grew, I grew up playing skate with, with Merida and like Dustin Howard and all these guys. And uh, it's funny because we'd like learn the tricks that the other person couldn't do and do them. And then everyone just ended up doing them because they, that's how people. So I think that's how we got better. We weren't like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to change this game. We were more like, yo, you suck to each other as friends, you know, like just joking. And then uh, we'd always be battling, just constantly battling. So that's how we. Awesome. And you already yeah. anticipated that the other question I was wanting to ask you because like, of course, New York is, is the capital of hip hop. So I do believe that like yeah. all of those battles between B-boys, uh, blading and MCs yeah, and stuff everything. like that, man, it really influences like you know, the, the, the way you guys are skating. So yeah, that is why. I believe the yeah. just like you were saying, the level of you guys growing up like that fast and redefine um, a certain era of skating, in my opinion. But totally, then, and, and, and that's why I think we were so like you know, California has like big old mountains and stuff, and huge rails and gaps, and you know, New York is pretty flat, you know. So we were had this competitive mentality, like oh, we wanted to battle with one another, but we just like maybe had a flat bar or there was only a few down rails. And we, has to, we used to have to go out to, like, Queens or, like, Midtown Manhattan to skate the few downstair rails. So it was always, like, battling on a curb or battling on a little ledge or a little rail. And through that, we would just, like uh, – so that's how we kind of got like, our way of skating, just the, ba the battling, you know? Yeah. Awesome. And, like, and which were your, th your guys' thoughts about, like, the guys in the West Coast? Oh, back then see it's funny because obviously there were people that were like that were totally good and you couldn't deny it but we were young and you know it was like biggie and tupac and stuff was happening around then 
like West Coast, East Coast. So we were like, you know, it wasn't like it was playful, you know. We were like, nah, our crew is better. Our crew is sicker, which is why I think a lot of that like mentality went into like Dave Payne's like Battle My Crew, like the VG videos, because like all the it wasn't like this kind of big family like we have now. Like there were so many people, like there were a lot of people blading. So like it was like, nah, our crew is sick. Just forget your crew and all this stuff. So I think that kind of took it took around. So we were competitive with the west coast guys and like but when we got over there and we met them we all became friends and it was cool yeah awesome and like we, we tried your like just because like you were skating with those people like you murder are like all my idols but like who like your idols like, i always wonder like who was your your idol like do you have like any um favorite blader or something like that yeah 100 I have, I have a bunch of favorite players, but like from back then or like now or like from uh, back then? Back then, back then. Back then. Okay. When I first, first, first in the beginning of my skating, it was like Brian Bell, Randy Spicer, Maddie Mance. Uh, yeah, those were the guys I really liked to see skate uh, back in the day. Then it got to like the newer era. And I really like Kevin Gillen skating and like the movie Espionage and those mm -hmm. things. So I, I really like Kevin Gillen, uh, Shane Saviors. Wow. But then like when I started when I started like developing my my thing, like when when Dustin Latimer came out, I'm like, that's the guy. That was it. So like he's always been my I've always been like the biggest fan of his skating. I'm, I think I'm Dustin Latimer's number one fan. Man, like so. With that, with that being said, and like right after, I've been watching two times the the Brian Shima podcast uh, when he was uh, explaining the 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 wall. That was a really good podcast, by the way, dude. Dude, it was it like was so you, good. You guys have done like, something so... unbelievable, man. No, his was man. Okay, I'm just gonna stop. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm not trying to, but it was him. Like he had so many. I was shocked after, like after it happened, I was like, dude. You have to do that again. Like it was really. Yeah, I'm sorry. So go ahead. Like, it could it could have been like longer, like I don't know, three more hours would have been less, right? I know, I know. That's the thing. But we had to do like a couple more. We had to do like Kevin yeah, of Downs course, of and, course. and John Bellino, which is still coming out. Um, what? That that we have known. Yeah, but we we gotta do that because that was special. I'm sorry, what you were saying. I'm sorry. I didn't no, 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 no problem, no problem. I'm, I'm so hyped. But I was like, just because you mentioned Dustin Latimer and like the fact that like he was your idol, like. What meant to you uh, being into the mind game team? Which, in my opinion, uh, yeah. you guys, you all guys, into the mind game teams, you guys are the 1992 USA Dream Team, in my opinion. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. What a reference, 1992 Dream Team. Yeah, um, man, I'll tell you that when, when I first, when they first asked me to be on, it was pretty interesting. Like, uh, Shane asked if i had any interest in skating for mind game uh to skate amateur for mind game but i was already pro for eulogy with a pro wheel but he asked me to skate am he's like hey look if you get on am you'll probably get up to pro quick i was like okay let me think about it i thought about it and then i was like ah i can't go pro to am like so i called him and i was like i'm sorry i can't i can't do it thanks anyway and then he called me like a couple weeks later And he's like, look, I think we we don't do this. Like, no, everyone has gone M to pros, but he's like, but I think we can get you on straight to pro. He's like, but we got to ask everyone on the team 
and they have to say yes before. And I was like, okay, cool, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. And then he asked everyone on the team, and I had, I still hadn't heard like a, from him for a week or two. I haven't heard anything. And I was like, oh, I hope maybe one person said no. I don't know. <laughs> and then I, he, he, I spoke to him. I was like, hey, just curious. He's like, hey, yeah, just like. He's like, everyone said yes. He said, we just haven't heard back from Aaron yet or something. Aaron Feinberg, <laughs> they just didn't hear back. And then uh, I, I basically, he called me like a couple of days later and was like, yeah, uh, everyone said, yeah, you, it, it's, uh, you're, you're in the, on the team. And then I got an email from every rider. Like I got an email because Shane was just like, hey, we sent him an email. Welcome him on the team. You know, like, so I got an email from from Latimer and Feinberg and Farmer and Aragon and and Don and I was like sick. I was super stoked to be on. They have they, they made like mind game protein jackets. Like it was like a it was like a kind of velour like overcoat zip up. Okay. And it had like it had like mind game pro on it. And like wow. if you got on the team they gave it to you. <laughs> and I got on and I had it and I was like Damn, this is sick. <laughs> yeah, so it was like a pretty cool. It was a pretty cool moment there. You know, it wasn't like in like the the prime of my game, but I still got on and got some wheels and definitely happy. Man, I bet. Like when like, I remember, I was talking with um with a um, good friend of mine and good photographer Pietro Fincelli, uh mm-hmm. back in the day when you came yeah. out. Within like the, the the pro announcement, we were like, "Oh man, like, he didn't even get be amateur. Like he's straight pro, and he's gonna be yeah. like, real man. It's gonna be super sick." And we were like so hyped about it, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it was crazy, man. Because I was like, "Yo, this is like, I don't know." It felt like a kind of like a big responsibility there. Then they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna." I remember like a few tricks I was out and like. Uh, I went out skating with Aaron a few times, like Feinberg Skating Street. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's freaking, you know, I was, like, watching him win the X Games when I was, like, 15 or maybe 14. He was, like, winning the X Games and stuff. And I was, like, whoa, this guy. And then anywhere we're on the street, he's, like, he's, like, go, go fish, do that trick. And it's, like, gnarly. And I'm, like, okay. <laughs> All right. like, okay, what am I going to say? No, this guy just ripped brain fear gone in words and he's like i'm on the team now and he's like you do that trick and i'm like ah, okay <laughs> damn, damn. yeah it could have been like super uh stressful but also hyping i believe at the same time right yeah it was like i was hyped but i like you know felt like i had to live up to you know i was the videos they came out with i was just like damn like all right cool so um <laughs> I will say this, though, and I'm just being honest since we're talking about it. But I saw my section after everyone else's. Like, when the video was done, I came out after everyone. And then I saw my section, and I was, like, really bummed about it. Because some of my favorite tricks and my biggest tricks that I did weren't in the section. And I was like, where are my tricks? And Shane's like, oh, I put those – I put some in the intro – and I put some in the outro, like, you know, and like normally, especially with like brain fear gone words, like there's no intro with tricks. It's just literally all the tricks go in this section. In this section. And, Dustin, and Dustin Ladder made those two videos. So he just like, boom, all the tricks in sections, boom, all the tricks in the sections. And then so when 
I didn't see the whole video first. I just saw my part first. And like, like I said, a, a ton of my favorite tricks were gone. Like I did this like true top sole on this wavy rail. It wasn't in there. Like I had a couple like this 360 war ride to, you know, and, and fakie and whatever, all these certain tricks. I was like, where are my tricks? You know? Um, and then she was like, yeah, yeah. Like the, the part ended and the, everyone clapped in on the team. Like, yeah. And I was like, damn, that's, where's the rest of my tricks? Like, you know, <laughs> but, um, then yeah, whatever. Uh, they were just in the intro and in the outro, but it sucks. Cause I feel like looking back, like you can look up the section but like those other tricks are just like you're not gonna look up the intro. You're only gonna see those if you look up watch the whole video. So I feel like they're kind of lost. But whatever. That's just how I felt when I first watched it. Since we were talking about it. <laughs> if if you like, if you think about, if you like, uh, right now that I know that thing. If I'm thinking about like the video, yeah, like it, they could have been like, uh, they were like unbelievable. Like especially the true topsail on the on the wavy rail which is like in the, into the, the future part, like those trees are amazing and unbelievable. Like, but maybe combining all together into a section, they could have been like, uh, um, the, the section could have been like more tasteful in, in, in a sense. I don't know if- yeah, no, cause, cause that's the thing. It's like, when you think of those parts, like it's, they put everything like in there. So it's just like, I wanted to have like a really powerful part like that. And like looking back like a year or two later, I was like, oh, it's the part's pretty good. Like I wasn't like super happy with it because, but when I had all my tricks on the timeline, I was like, this is going to be my best part ever. Yes. <laughs> and I still look back like it's one of my best parts, but I was just, I just know how it could have been, you know? So I was like, whatever. <laughs> and like talking about like those big tricks, like uh, is there any like, um, do you have like any of your favorite trick, like any highlight of your tricks that like still um, pump you when you think about it, or like you get you pretty stoked when you think about it? Yeah, like honestly, the um the last part I filmed, like the SSM part with uh like the three sixty top sole and like over the rail and like the gap to sole at Staples, I'm pretty proud of because I filmed that when I was was oh, twenty nine or thirty. You know, so I was like, when like I was 18, I didn't think I'd be skating at that age, you know, and I was still like putting out like some of like my heaviest tricks and feeling strong, like, you know, and feeling good. So I'm really kind of proud of because that three top sole, I've been wanting to do that on the street for like maybe I did it like at a contest in 2006 or something and won it at Bitter Cold. And then it, it took me like 10 years to take it to the street. So I was like, Damn. pretty happy. That, so that trick I'm happy about. And, and Staples Center because it's such an iconic spot, you know? Yeah. yeah. Both of those tricks, they're like uh, snowboarding tricks in, in the sense of like the, 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 the biggest of like the, the amount of uh, uh, craziness like, uh, that you can put it on. You know what I mean? What, what do you mean, like no boarding? What do you mean? It's no snowboarding, snowboarding. I'm sorry. Snowboarding, snowboarding. Beca Got because it. of the yeah. um, because of the sizes, like jumping over a rail, yeah. like hitting like this big ass ledge, and then like mm -hmm. or, or like gapping over a rail, three sixty tops, so gapping no, over okay. when you're landing it, man. That was okay. crazy. Okay, so like, I'll tell you like, we're talking about before like my favorite skaters and things. And I think this is a good place for me to talk about because you're talking about snowboarding and things that like influence uh, the way I look at skating. So 
when I started getting over like all the technical stuff, like tricks that we did in New York a lot, wanting to go bigger, I was looking at two things. I was looking at Pat Lennon because I was like, yo, Pat Lennon is like skating spots that like you could not skate on a skateboard. Like, and it was really important for me, especially at that time to like separate rollerblading, uh, at least from, from skateboarding. Cause it had like this negative attachment. And I was like, cool, let's just like make our terrain completely different. So we'll just like separate ourselves and make ourselves like just different in not better, not worse, just different in amplitude. So we do our own thing. Um, but I will be honest, even because I want to be different from skateboarding, I started to draw a lot of inspiration from BMX. Like I was seeing like a lot of the BMX guys, like Ruben, like I don't know how do you say his last name, but Alacantra Alcantara, I don't know from uh, South America or something. And some of those guys, like the band BMX guys in Florida, just like the way they were doing things, like they would like slam sideways into a wall ride, you know, like poof, like you know, just like go straight at a wall and slam sideways into it. And just like we're jumping over like, you know, rails to things or over rails to rails and these other things. So and like things that really wasn't happening much in blading or at all in skateboarding. I was like, man, this is like this is sick. So I started getting into like that kind of style a bit. But that's where I kind of drew those two things. Pat Lennon's like his way of rollerblading because not many people were skating like any of them. Shima, BJ, like all the bomb squad guys. Yeah. Yeah. And like a lot of a lot of the BMX too, I was like really stoked on like the amplitude stuff. It's cool. Then talking about like Pat Lennon the other day, just because I was killing time, I was reading all of my daily breads, and I saw a picture of Pat Lennon top soling this uh, 52 downstairs rail, like nothing. It was crazy. Insane that steep one, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All oh, those like we, Redwood City guys, they just grew up skating like that. <laughs> yeah, and like the, the thing that you said to Shima about the water, it's so true. There might maybe something in the water up there in Redwood that like turns the... Yeah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> totally, man. Ruben Alcantara, he says Ricardo Lino. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the guy. Man, oh, London City Genetics doesn't like BMX. <laughs> <laughs> And like um, right now, are you playing? Because I saw you playing drums. Like, um, are you playing in, in a band or something like that? Uh, no, not right now. I'm not. Drums was like uh, I play. I played drums before skating in school and like third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. I played all the way up to like eighth grade, and then found blading and found like uh, you know girls, and then I just like gave up <laughs> on. Uh, But I, I started playing again after I got hit by the car in Spain. <laughs> after I got hit by the car in Shit. Spain, I started playing again because I didn't have my ankles for, for like nine months. Like I had like cast surgery, so I was just using my hands again. And then, yeah, I started playing in bands and stuff like that. I got into pretty serious, more of a serious thing with bands with like Roast, with John Bellino was in the band, my old roommate Nico and uh, my friend's brother Connor Barrett, Austin Barrett's little brother. He did a lot of like, the Shredweiser art stuff. So yeah, we were in bands for a while, traveling, playing a bit, and I'm not playing in a band right now, but I'm still like playing when I can. But yeah, I'm just, you know, that's that's another that's a tough path, man. Like you know, like traveling and trying to make money and doing that, mm -hmm. like and 
sleeping on floors. Like, you know, it's, it's like cool when you're in like your, you know, your twenties and stuff like that. But I just like, I just like to play cause I love playing, you know? So it's, it's like that thing with skating, like, you know, you just love skating, like just love playing, but at the moment, not in a band and not really focused on being in a band, just focus on work, jump street, skating, my garden. That's about it. <laughs> awesome. Talking about jump street, which is in my opinion, something like really, really fucking cool. I do love it. You guys Thanks. kill it. And so super thumbs up for what you guys are Thank keep you. doing it and like what you guys are doing because it's super you keep doing what you're doing and... too man this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> oh, something you, in quarantine that's really cool that can keep going <laughs> thank you so much really really means a lot from uh, coming out from you um no, thanks well there is any like a future project maybe i don't know some some vod or some profile something like that hmm yeah i'm gonna work i'm working on something right Ooh. now but I'm taking my time, but I, I, I'm working on it. And yeah, so I'm, I'm working on, 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 a, on, on a VOD, yes. Mamma mia. Um, but as far as Jump Street goes, we're, we're, we're like, we're receiving some, especially in light of like the Shima episode and some other things, like people have been coming on to support us more. And like someone just said, get DL on Jump Street. I will, <laughs> come on, fish. Did you see? I'm sorry. Um, people are asking us have DL on Jump Street. So I'm trying to have DL on Jump Street. And, you know, we have like this crazy wish list of people we want to have on, but people are like supporting us now. And so we're going to do like a bunch more podcasts. Um, I want, want to get Josh Petty on Shane's, um, you know, Shane Coburn and, be free and mantra and so many people and that we just want to and a lot of the ogs and all these people will gordon well, but, please bring will gordon <laughs> will gordon that'd be great oh they you know because we got to go down that area to see josh petty so maybe but we also want to like keep, keep your eyes up for other things other than podcasts because you want to bring some other things to make the culture fun Definitely. Yo, exactly. What you said, it, it's like, um, you guys, in my opinion, Jump Street, like, settle, uh, it's, it's writing like a culture somehow. Like, in my opinion, when I'm listening, like, all of those podcasts, I do increase my cultural experience about skating. And that is the thing that I like most about the, the Jump Street podcast. That is why I do think it's pretty cool and I do love it. So, Thanks, man. And I think that was, like, you know, we see it in a lot of those those people, but it's really especially evident in like the Shima episode, and like this, and like the Shima episode, um, just so many stories that are just buried. Mom, you know what I mean? That are just so valuable. That are just like, like someone said to me. We started talking about this about like you know when skating companies like used to, big clothing companies used to sponsor skaters like you know Levi's and things like that. And so, and my friend Mike sent me like a picture of Bashi Pope in, in a Gap ad, like a long time ago, like in a print Gap ad on Salomon skates, like doing, I think like a Luke Hang or something like that. But it was to just like, I think we've gotten to a place where we've been pretty much accepting like, oh, this is how it is in our culture. And it's beautiful. We love it. It's all great. But just like some of the stories are just so amazing to look back on and uncover and just like obviously the stories behind certain tricks that had huge impacts on our whole thing it's it's just fun you know and 
I'm, I'm happy that we could just do it and we have friends that want to come on because it's just something we're interested in, like genuinely interested in too. So it's just easy. Man, that's, that's amazing. That, that's pretty cool. And I'm looking forward to see Josh Petty and maybe the Will Gordon one. <laughs> I'll be sick. Oh, I got to ask this. this. This guy asked me a question. Do you mind if I answer it, Jason? Of course. No, definitely. Go for it. Go he for said, it. Billy, when do you start to watch Europe skating scene or get attention to Europe skaters? What was the first time? Um, the I think the first video was Last Call. Do you remember that? With like Young Albert. Wedge. Young Wedge did huh? it, right? Young did it, right? What, was it last? Did he do Last Call? No, because... What was the video with like Albert Huey and New Men? That one. That I, I one. That one. I oh, know that one was uh, the Kaiser one. You mean? The no, Kaiser? this is like old. Like it's like the Albert Huey must have been like sixteen, or like you know, like Leon Humphreys and New Men from France. That was like my first time like seeing the street skating scene out there, and then you know, Yona Mercilli from switzerland so good like and all these guys and then meeting leon humphreys in california and uh yeah i mean i had meeting mark in spain and you know sadly i've still never gone to italy and skated gotta get over there one of these you days. you have to come i, I told you like I, i got to bro you know huh? i have to get over there bro i've been hey, meaning to damn like it will be great to see you here skating man you know you Hopefully have a place we'll here. When we're all traveling again, maybe. Maybe next year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hopefully, hopefully soon, you know. Definitely. Yeah. But that's it. I just figured I'd answer, ask that, answer that question since he had it asked over there. So, yeah, well, oh, someone asked me my dog is. Hold on, real quick. Someone asked me my dog is. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Jason. No, no. Hey, um, so with that being said, Billy, um, it's already more than an hour, so I don't want to steal your time. Oh, wow. <laughs> Billy, I do really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time, man. It, thank you, it really, it really means a lot to me. And like, uh, thank you for the people who was here, like commenting, sending questions and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. So thank you so much for your time, Billy. I'm looking forward to see you soon. Hopefully, maybe here in Italy. Who knows? And, That'd be uh, great, man. And I'm looking forward to seeing more of your of your podcast, you know, and stay in touch, man. It's always great hearing from you and talking to you. Definitely, definitely. Stay safe. I'm looking right, forward to see you soon, okay? See you soon, brother. Stay safe. Hey, bye. Peace. Thanks for listening to Blading Chats.